morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me do some sharing, and then we're going to get started this morning. Good morning, y'all. Hey, welcome. This coffee is making me awesome. And I made a good cup. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Yeah, we lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for your goodness, for your glory, for grace, for mercy, Mm -mm. for fine-tuning us, Lord God. We thank you. Hey, Facebook. Hey, Instagram. Hey, YouTube. Y'all, last night, my Wi-Fi was out. We don't know why. And then they said it wasn't going to be fixed until... (laughs) Wednesday, but your girl was like, I don't we get time for no Wednesday Wi Fi. <laughs> Too much of what I do need Wi Fi. We ain't got time for no Wednesday Wi Fi. What do you mean, Wednesday Wi Fi? No, no, not in this season. No, not just accepting anything, not just like, oh, no big deal. I'm not, I don't have, mm-mm. I'm like, nope, taking authority, declaring that my wife, I be restored in Jesus name. And that's how I was acting. Ain't no Wednesday, ain't no Wi-Fi on Wednesday. No, mm-mm. we got to get up. We got to do work. Ooh, ponytail look wrong. We got to do work. We got to do what we got to do. And we're going to do what we got to do. So I just started declaring when I woke up this morning, my Wi-Fi was on. <laughs> I said, Lord, I thank you. I praise you. And I bless you. That's why I be telling y'all, take nothing for granted. Like sometimes we'll be in a position, a place where we take stuff for granted. You cannot take, you cannot take anything for granted this season. Like you can't just be like, oh, it's no big deal. Everything that you got um, and is attached to you is supposed to be working. Come on. That's a word within itself. I want you to put that in the comments. Everything attached to me is supposed to work. Come on. Everything attached to me is supposed to grow. Everything attached to me is supposed to look like God is attached to it. Everything attached to me, come on, y'all, is supposed supposed to be fruitful. Woo, come on, come on. That's that's you gotta have that attitude. Everything attached to me is supposed to win. Come on now. Everything attached to me is supposed to look like God is a part of it. Woo, thank you, Lord. Everything, everything attached to me. Uh, it's supposed to win. Come on now. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. Let me find this scripture. Didn't y'all do me a favor? Share the video. Woo! Everything attached to me is supposed to win. Come on. It's got to be your mentality. Come on. Everything attached to me is supposed to grow. Everything attached to me is supposed to be fruitful. Woo! Everything attached to me is supposed to be blessed. Come on now. You got to think that way. Everything attached to me. Uh, everything attached to me is supposed to be working. Everything attached to me is supposed to be healed, right? Because I'm the righteousness in Christ Jesus. 
God is not going to call me to something and it's getting ready to be broken. It's getting ready to be tore up unless I'm the person that's assigned to fix it. And if I'm the person that's assigned to fix it, then guess what he's going to do, Val? Guess what he's going to do, Angela? Guess what he's going to do, Deshauna? Guess what he's going to do? Then he's going to give me, Jericho, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that I need so that there is success with everything I'm attached to. How do you know this, LMJ? Because he told me he's not going to give me no plan that don't prosper. Ah! I'm confident this morning. He is not getting ready to give me a plan. Woo! That ought to be your declaration. He is not getting ready to give me a plan that's not going to prosper. That's not the kind of God he is. He's not getting ready to tell me, hey, you're going to have LMJ Ministries and it's supposed to go throughout the world and and then it not prosper. Woo! Come on. He's not getting ready to tell you this is the person that you're supposed to marry and it not prosper. This is the business that I've called you to and then it, it not prosper. When he was talking to the Israelites in Jeremiah 29 and 11, he was saying, I know the plan I have for you. <laughs> And the plan that I have for you, come on, come on now. The plan that I have for you involves it doing well. And when I say prosperity, because we throw away terms and things around and people are afraid to talk about God making something prosper. But why would he call a ministry to fail? Why would he call a church to fail? Why would he call a business to fail? Why would he call the kingdom to fail? Unless he want to put some oomph on it. Unless he want his glory to be seen right he unless he's hardening pharaoh's heart for his glory to be seen but even then even then tanika even then julia even then thea he's going to make the plan prosper even if he's positioning you in a place that looks impossible so only he can get the glory i'm gonna get out of here even if that's the circumstance of the situation that he's positioning you in a place where only he can get the glory because he don't want nobody else to say they made you because he don't want nobody else to say they did it to because he don't want nobody else to say they are part of the plan still whoo, somebody put still in the comments still his plan is to make it prosper whoo, still his plan is for healing whoo, still his plan is for restoration whoo, Still, his plan is for the kingdom to come on earth. Woo! Come on, y'all. As it is in heaven. Still, his plan is salvation. Still, his plan is wholeness. Still, his plan is for families to be fruitful, to work. His plan. Come on, y'all. You got to have a mindset that understands his plan is for it to work. His plan is for it to come on top. His plan is for me to have victory. His plan is for me to have peace. His plan is for me to have joy. His plan is for me to have strength. And when I am weak and feeble and worn and tired and about to give up, his grace reaches up under me, Valerie. His grace reaches up under me, Makisha. His grace reaches up under me, Kirby. His grace reaches up under me, Shamana, and it lifts me up. And it provides me with a supernatural experience that when I come to the end of the circumstance and the situation, my testimony will be, but if it was for his grace, but if it wasn't for his grace, but if it wasn't for his grace, 
because his word tells me when I am void of power, when I am weak, that is when he will make me strong. So I'm not going to boast in my strength. I'm going to act like Paul and I'm going to tell the Lord, I don't have enough. Woo! I ain't strong enough. Woo! I, I, I ain't financially rich enough. Come on, y'all. My God, I don't, I'm not going to put my trust and faith in no man. I'm going to put my trust and faith in God because still his plan. Come on. You got to have that in your mindset. Still his plan. Still his plan. His plan is for me to win. His plan is for my family to be restored. His plan is for the hand of God to be seen in my life so that it can be a witness and a testimony to those who don't believe. So I have to cast the negative mindset off, even if it looks like Jessica, people are against me and put my mindset on with the helmet of salvation that reminds me if God is for me, it does not matter who at work don't like me. It does not matter who at home doesn't agree with me. It does not matter who um, doesn't believe in me. What matters is if God is for me. Woo! Y'all done shook some up this morning. If God is for me, y'all done shook some up. I wasn't even playing this. If God, you got to get a mentality. See, you 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 got to get a breakthrough. I pray today that you get a breakthrough mentality. And I know what God gave for me to you today. I'm going to come to it in just a second. And we still meditating on Joshua, but we're going to shift a little bit into Tim Timothy. Because the problem is too many in the body of Christ have been timid and we have just allowed anything to happen to us and anything to be said to us and anything to be done to us. And the problem that I have with this is because the Lord is clear to tell me in Ephesians in sixth chapter that I'm not wrestling against flesh and blood. So I, I put too much on my mama and I put too much on my daddy and I put too much in this marriage and I gave the people at work too much credit. No, there has been a principality at work that wants me discouraged, that wants me upset, that wants me to forget my righteousness, that wants me to forget that if God is for me, then who in the world can be against me? Because God is omnipresent. God is omniscient. God is all-powerful. God is all-seeing and God is all-knowing. And I got to get this mindset that if that is the kind of God that I serve, if this is a faithful and good God, then when he tells me I'm not wrestling against flesh and blood, I'm going to take my mind off my boss. I'm going to take my mind off the people I work with. I'm going to take my mind off my children. I'm going to take my mind off my neighbor that cussed me out. I'm going to take my mind off whatever isn't working. It does not matter if it doesn't work, but because his plan is to prosper me as my soul is prospering. And if I seek ye first, woo, the kingdom of heaven, and if I delight myself in the Lord, come on now, then he's going to give me the desires of my heart. You got to think of this. So I desire for my family to be whole. I desire for my, my body to be whole. I desire to come out of debt. Come on, y'all. I desire to be in good health. I desire to be financially sound. 
Those are kingly desires. So if I desire those things and I'm delighting myself in the Lord, he's going to give me the desires of my heart. But I don't have to seek those things. All I have to do is seek the kingdom first. I don't trade chase dreams. I chase God. I position myself. I humble myself in my feet and I recognize. And one of the things that I have to mature enough to recognize is that the same principality. Y'all tripping. Has been traveling with me. <laughs> the same principality has been traveling with me. The same principality, if you be real, so this is how I know. See, but you got to get some, you got to get, we got to deal with this timidity today so that we can possess what belongs to us. That's what God gave me for us today. We got to deal with this timidity today so we can possess what, but if I pause for just a second and ask the Lord, Lord, open the eyes of my understanding to the hope of who you call me to be in Christ Jesus then I will begin to recognize, Sandra and recognize, Courtney, that the same principality has been at work at home. <laughs> the same principality has been at work in my kids' school. Y'all got to see this. The same principality has been at work at job. The same principality was has been at work in my marriage. The same principality has been at work in the government. The same principality has followed me everywhere I have gone. Why? Because the principality, my God, I have not dealt with. I keep trying to place it on people, but it's not people. It's a principality that has watched me, that has studied me, that it, that knows my itches, my niches, and my petty places. And it keeps presenting itself in every place that I am rightly positioned. You got to see this thing. When Joshua and them were supposed to go and take and inhabit the land, they were fearful of what was in the land. This was not the first time that they were presented with an opportunity or in a position where fear would tell them, don't you go no further. But the Lord had already promised them that he was with them. The problem has been the same principality has been traveling with us. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. It's the same principality. It's the same mindset. <laughs> Come on. It's the same mindset. Woo! It's the same victim-like mentality. It's the same mindset. It's the same um, ability to act like I don't have the authority. He gave you the authority to reign and rule. Jesus said, if you speak to the mountain, come on. The same principality, same place, different place, different time, but same motive and tactic of the enemy lord open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in christ jesus so that we can stand and withstand the storm so that we can travel my god and walk in the authority that you have given us in christ jesus so that we can my god block out the voices my god stop having the same repetitive conversations 
in our head when you said cast down every wicked imagination and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. If it's not pure, if it's not lovely, if it's not of good report, we should not be meditating on it. So it's the same principality that has showed up at different times and different seasons because it travels with us, because <laughs> it recognizes us, because it's rooted in a mindset. Woo! Come on now. Let me give you this today. This is Paul. This is Paul talking to Timothy, right? Um, um, and what, what Paul was saying to Timothy in this season was, you cannot be passive. <laughs> you cannot be passive. Remember when I told y'all, you're sitting there, the internet wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. I had to make a decision. Either I was going, oh, well, my internet out. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'm going to cancel, but maybe I'm going to have to do it this way. No, I have a work to do. I don't have time for non-working internet. Father, you go before me. You work the internet situation out. And when I wake up in the morning, I tell the boys, I said, it's fine. When we wake up in the morning, the internet will be on. When I woke up in the morning, the internet was on. Why? Because I knew what this was about. Come on now. My God. So he's what he says. This is Paul, right? And he's talking to Timothy. And he loves Timothy, right? And he remembers Timothy, right? And he's like, look, um, he says, he says, Tim, Tim, y'all just stick with me for a second. It's the hip hop version. Tim, let me tell you something. You ain't got no time to be passive. You can't be passive. You ain't got no time to be passive, right? You ain't got no. God wants you to develop. God is trying to keep you fresh. God, he told me six verses. He says, therefore, I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and of sound judgment. Woo! So he's telling them, he says, Timothy, what you struggling with is fear. Can I tell you what I hear in my spirit? What we've been struggling with is fear and a spirit to control. Some of us have wanted to control absolutely everything in our lives that we have yet to surrender those hard issues and those hard places to God. When the Lord has said to us multiple times, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. So here God, here Paul is talking to Timothy. Put you in it. Put you in it, Julia. Put 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 you in it, Courtney. Put you in it, Joyce. Put you in it. This is this is Paul. He's here, he's talking to Timothy. He says, Listen, you've been struggling with this spirit of fear. And I'm gonna say to you, you've been struggling with this spirit of control. <laughs> you've been struggling with this spirit of fear and this spirit of control for way too long. That's what he's saying to him. He says, and it's probably come from a variety of things. <laughs> the spirit of fear comes probably from a right. Fear might have been taught to you from when you were young. <laughs> you might have had a worried mama. <laughs> you might have had somebody who taught you to second guess God. Fear, fear might, might be on you because you don't understand your righteousness. 
you don't know who you are in Christ Jesus. That, that may be why you're fear. <laughs> that may be, fear might be there because it failed before. Woo! Fear, fear, fear might be there because nobody ever really taught you what it's like to look and live in faith. The fear is real. <laughs> the fear is real. I'm not saying the fear is not real. But what I'm saying to you today, woo, come on, y'all. What I'm saying to you today is you're going to have to do two things. You have to deal with the spirit of fear, and you're going to have to deal with your, your ability to try to always walk in control. If you possess it, come on, then God does not have it. So the Holy Spirit <laughs> shows up and says, look, I didn't give you fear. 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 This fear that you have did not come from me. The only fear you're to have is the fear of the Lord, not the fear of an outcome, not the fear of a person, not the fear of a government, not the fear of a city, not the fear of the nation, not the fear of the state. The only fear that you're supposed to have is the fear of the Lord which brings you to a place of reverence where you don't want to be without God and you don't want to live without God. Come on now. So he said, he said, what he said, he said, Timothy, I'm just trying to help you today, Tim. Like you have already been anointed to do this. That's what he told him. He said, I recall your sincere faith that first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And now I'm convinced what was in your grandmother and mother is also in you. I received it. <laughs> he said, he said, so I'm reminding you, it's your responsibility. He didn't say anything. He said, no, this is your responsibility. I'm telling you, this is your responsibility. I'm telling you, this is your responsibility. I'm telling you, it's your responsibility. I'm telling you, it's your responsibility. He said, you have to fan the flame. He said, so don't be passive about your spiritual gifts. <laughs> he said, and then you have to deal with this fear because it didn't come from God. It's power, love, and sound mind that comes from God. This is necessary. Can I tell you something? God can't give you fear <laughs> because if he gives you fear, then you will not fulfill what you called to do. I got to go. So you got to get a resolve in your head. God didn't give me fear because fear does not equip me. I got to go. Come on, Lord. Fear does not equip me with what I'm called to do. What God empowers me with is going to equip me for what I'm called to do. Same thing he was speaking in Joshua. Be bold. You're going to have to take risks. Oh, my God. You're going to have to take risks. You're going to have to find what you need inside of me. And then you're going to have to be courageous. You're going to have to laugh in the face of danger. You're going to have to do it scared. Why? Because there's a natural spiritual resource that I have deposited on the inside of you to cause you to prosper, 
to cause you to be in hell, to cause you to take territory, to cause you to move into the places that you're supposed to do. What I'm dropping on the inside of you by way of the Holy Spirit is so that you can fulfill your good works here on this earth. So why in the world would you, would I have you fearful? No, I'm giving you some love because you're going to need it to love the unlovely. I'm giving you some love because the demonstration of everything that God has ever done has been done through an action of love. I'm putting my love in you because where you're going, come on, love is going to be the only thing that's going to tear down strongholds and and move a nation. I'm giving you some power, not power in your degrees, not power in yourself. I'm putting my power through the Holy Spirit on you so that you can go and do works. I'm going to enable you to do what I am calling you to do, but you are going to have to call fear out recognize it for what it is and gird yourself in the spirit of truth in a sound mind with the breastplate of righteousness with the gospel of peace come on now you're gonna have to yield your sword and remember that you are a warrior and not a wimp i'm sorry <laughs> so this fear <laughs> And then this spirit of control. God did not call you so that you could control it. He called you so that his power could be de demonstrated through you on this earth. A spirit of control denies God's power to work in your life. When I control it, I try to manipulate it. I try to do it my way and it does not involve God. Remember when he was in the book of Zechariah four and six, he tells him what I'm about to do. Cause he, he wasn't capable. He didn't have the, the, he wasn't even a warrior. <laughs> he says to him, he said, don't even worry about that. You ain't gotta be qualified. You ain't gotta look the part. You ain't gotta have a skill set. What I'm calling you to do is not going to be on you anyway. <laughs> what I'm calling you to do, what I'm calling you to do is going to be by my might. It's going to be by my power. <laughs> and it's going to be in my strength. So you find and put your undivided trust in me. So your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. I can take the foolish things, the little people, the unskilled people, the people that don't make sense, the people that don't add up, the people that are unlearned, the people with no degrees, the single mothers, the widows, come on now, and cause them to have the power they need to champion my cause, I just need you to stop trying to control it and let this fear go because the fear did not come from me. God is going to give you the power. <laughs> He's going to give you the good discernment. 
He's going to give you, that's what sound judgment is. He's going to give you the good discernment. <laughs> He's going to give you the good discernment. And nothing nullifies his promise for what he already said about you. Remember, when we talked about Joshua, they were not walking into something that they hoped for. They were walking into what was promised to them. Every promise of God is yes and amen. Everything God said and spoke into your life will come to pass. You got to fight fear and you got to fight the necessity to control it. We were brought up into a society that has taught us, I'm self-made, <laughs> I'm a self-made person. We have been brought up in a society that has taught us the more we achieve and obtain, it means God is with us. When everything in the scripture tells us different, we are trying to outwork God and you will never in your life be able to outwork God. We are trying to outbless God and never in your life. There, there's you, If you trying to do it, 100% you need to understand that God will do it greater and bigger and more than you can ever imagine. But you're going to have to deal with the fear. And you have to deal with the spirit of control. Because <laughs> trying to control everything is wearing you out. There has to come a place where you surrender for real it all. And it starts with a statement of faith. Lord, here I am. Yep, I've been in fear, but I'm sorry that I've even accepted that to be my truth because you didn't give me a spirit of fear. You gave me power, you gave me love, and you gave me a sound mind. And I have been believing because I ain't got my helmet of salvation on and I ain't got my shield of faith up. Because if I did, then the, the fiery darts wouldn't be piercing my heart and I believe them more than I believe you. I don't understand that my salvation already brought me into victory. I didn't even get revelation of that. I thought, I thought I was just supposed to go to church and do a little serving. But here it is. You've empowered me with what I need to walk through life. You've empowered me with what I need to walk through danger. You've empowered me with what I need to walk through this marriage. You've empowered me with what I need to raise these children. You've been empowered me with what I need to lead this ministry. My God, you've empowered I don't have to have it all together. If you call me to it, you've empowered me with it. You've given me the power for it. You've given me love for it. You've given me the spiritual discernment I need to walk this thing out. Forgive me for my complaining. Forgive me for my negative mindset. Forgive me for where I have moved ahead of you instead of seeking your wisdom for, for, for what's necessary in my marriage and what's necessary in my business and what's necessary in my home. Forgive me for trying to outwork you. 
Because when I try to outwork you, I miss out on supernatural supply. What you called me to do needs supernatural resource and supernatural supply. So I thank you, Lord, for orchestrating the rest of my life. Ooh, I thank you, Lord, for orchestrating the rest of my days. And I thank you, Lord, for demolishing this stronghold of fear and control in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, bring us to a place where we will pause and pray before we make another move. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! Two things. Two, two things. Two things. One, the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry. Go to the website and give. LMJministries.org. You find all the ways to give, all the cash app, all the whatever is on the website. How to sow, who to sow to, all that is on the website. Um, thank you for blessing um, those that give today. Thank you, Lord God, for giving seed um, to those who want to sow but don't have to give. Thank you for opening up the web, web windows of heaven and pouring out a blessing on your children today. Lord God, um, turn your face towards every circumstance and situation in which they need to see your hand. Let favor multiply and increase them in Jesus' name. My second thing is, if you have never, ever accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Here's what I want, want you to do. This is your opportunity and time uh, for it. It's fine. It's changed. Jesus changed my life. I can't tell you nothing else. Like if I wish I could make up that I was this dope person. <laughs> I'm just dope, dope, dope. No, whatever you see on me is the Jesus that lives in me and works in me. And guess what? I want that's powerful, Malisha. I pray that this word changed the trajectory of every last one of your lives thank you for that um like i want you to repeat after me i want you to start with a statement of faith i'm gonna continue to disciple you we're gonna get you plugged in um where you need to be plugged in um just repeat after me um dear jesus i'm in need of a savior i'm asking you to come into my life and to take away my sins i promise to love and follow you the best i can thank you jesus for saving me. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Um, if you said that prayer, send us an email info at justbeinglmj.com. Shout out. Thank you, Dominica Republican, for being in the house. Thank you for saying that. Look, Katina, like and share. Put it absolutely everywhere. Some of y'all need to replay this message. Some of y'all need to take this message to your friends and family. You are not void of power. You are not void of love. You have everything you need for the assignment on your life. You just got to deal with fear. You just got to deal with the spirit of control and watch God take over your life. I'll see y'all back here in the morning, 6 a.m. Oh, y'all pray for me. We are entering into a new journey. Judah J is now a track. I'm going to call him champion. Um, Judah J is now running track. We've never been this way before. Um, he is competing up a level. He's competing with the eighth and ninth graders. He's just a seventh grader. We have our first track meet today. Y'all pray for my strength during this season. Um, pray for my wisdom. Um, pray for his, his limbs and his body. Um, pray for Josiah in this season. Pray for my adult son in this season. Pray that God give me the grace 
to be able to be the parent and the mother and the support I need to all five of my sons in this season. Um, pray that for me. I, I, I would appreciate it. And pray every resource come into my ministry and come into my life. Um, do that for me. I'm asking you to pray for me today. So pray that for me today. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you even more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let the love of God be experienced and seen through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, thank you, Lord.